A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Havel and Michael Sidri to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Now Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, uh, the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. Very good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet Sidgwick to look ahead to Raw tonight and the Road to Survivor Series. Yeah, if uh, SmackDown's anything to go by, this tiny little gap between the two shows is good, and they should do it every year. <laughs> uh, I'm just excited to see a classic trilogy conclude. The, uh, the Jey Uso, Cody Rhodes, Judgment Day tag matches have absolutely ruled. I don't think the babyface are winning tonight. No. But, gen- like, earnestly, that first one, where they first won the belts, was probably one of my favourite WWE tags of the year, and I didn't half mind the rematch. So this is the rematch best, wasn't very good. best example of the thing that I'm becoming increasingly aware everybody else is totally sick of. Uh, like, everybody else. I saw this match graphic drop, and my immediate thought was... You're joking. Not another one? <sighs> Jesus. Oh, where? Yeah. I understand that you are booking a match between Judgment Day and the Raw Baby Faces at War Games. Mm-mm. And the idea is, well, you kind of have to, you know, write that they are still feuding. Otherwise, blowing it off makes no sense. And in order to blow it off, you have to pretend that it's, the emotions are running at an all-time high and... You know, this town ain't big enough for the both of them. Mm. And you have to do this match. And in order to do this match, you're going to have to tease and preview this match because that's what episodic TV seeks to do. I don't want to watch this match and its obvious outcome and its shenanigans and the brawl. And then when the brawl happens, I might go, you know what? Oh, my God. (laughs) I dropped that accidentally twice on the SmackDown review. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, who could possibly care? There will be no title switch. I can almost guarantee that. I'll put my Arsene Fenix window if there's a title switch, right? <laughs> I'll go like this. Hands up. I'll put my hands yeah. up on YouTube. <laughs> I just don't hands care. Hands up, arse out. <laughs> this is this absolutely reeks, positively reeks of obligatory match to build a match booking. But the problem with this match to build the big War Games match, is that they've been doing match to build a match to build a match to build a match to build a match all year long, all the live long day between Judgment Day and the Raw Baby Faces, and I, Hamlet, I don't get it. You'll never be able to uh, tell me why. It's you a f- love it's this a feeling, so much. isn't it? It's a feeling like you're. I'm bored. That's my feeling. Like you can never get above <laughs> an eight with a WWE seven. Uh, Seven, yeah. <laughs> no, it's eight now. It's eight yeah. now. Eight point five on NXT. 
Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I, I can't feel a 10 in a punkless AW. Exactly. Who mentioned what the f*** about AW for? No, it's because there's our differences. I can get to a nine and a half. I can def- why bring it up? I can get to a nine and a half with a dub, but I can I can hit the full 10 with a fed. I, uh... I think the fin- I think the brawl is going to make this whole thing tonight. I think the judgment day retain, but I expect the brawl to break down, like the ref to be otherwise engaged with whatever, and Seth Rollins to be out there, and Drew McIntyre to uh, his return. Aim Claymore square at Seth. Uh, there's movement or whatever. He hits Cody or Jay. It doesn't really matter. The judgment day retain, and then you're left wondering if Drew is on the team. Is Facebook official with judgment day or not? And then they'll probably pay that off next week for Randy Orton's return. I think it's right? going to be more definitive. Reportedly. With, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. I think it's going to be more definitive tonight. I think the show long arc is going to be them telling Drew, you probably look really good in a purple kilt, mate. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to be the deciding factor deliberately. Mm. In okay. This main yeah. event that would be yep. a way to make this less. Yeah. To make this reek less. <laughs> You've got Finn and Dave. Reeks. It's just so uninspiring, this. You've taken the piss. You're, you're loving it, so... <laughs> I don't, I'm really into it. Like, Cody and Jay's uh, team was obviously destined to be short-lived. I personally think they took the titles off them too soon. I get why they did it with where we were at the story at the time. But I would have... I'd have preferred it, I think, if we had them losing the belts here. Because obviously, what you want at this point, isn't it? To say, that like, would really get them into the idea of, I need to mess these guys up in a cage yeah. and with the, the cage and the story that the judgment day are kind of more together like the baby faces are baby faces and they're good guys and that's why they're going to do well at war games because good guys can just be friends but this shows that the judgment day are a more solid unit like they've retained the tag belts now they've won them back they've retained them jd mcdonough's getting things right you know like him and damien have kind of settled their differences that that sort of thing that's one of the stories you want to tell going into war games because the baby face like super team, I was going to say super group, but Sidgwick has rightfully buried Not that. Another term. one. But these were kind. Of, this was no, that's this was the big first super group. Yeah, yeah, the first guys. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, this, is the, this is the cream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cream of super groups. Somebody put another one in the comments section the other day, and I was like, yeah, fair enough. I'm not big into them, but it's fair. Boy genius. People love boy genius. Ah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not as high on them, but people do love them. So like, yeah, this I prefer boy genius to the individual. Recording artist Susan and I'm Lucy f- Dacus. Lucy Dacus. I don't like Lucy Dacus. I'm a Phoebe Bridges guy out the ass. I think Phoebe Bridges. I prefer Boy Punisher in 2020 was the album of the year for me, and I can't remember who said members, but yeah. Um, mm. Fetch the Bull Cutters was out that year. Was it 2020 that came out? I still think Punisher was better, but I'll give you that. Yeah. All of a sudden, we all like Fiona Apple. Did this fox say so? Uh, I I think it's to be. I think it's to be exactly as Cedric describes, but I'll just enjoy it more. But I'm gonna go watching Macamland Big Fat. <laughs> They're called Big Fat Big and they're really good. Okay. Macam <laughs> Land. Talk to me about music. F***ing Steve, you're heading. I've seen the websites you read. It's fine. <laughs> I really like the, the brawls, but I can understand where Sid is coming from with getting frustrated with them. So what's better than a big eight-man brawl to close out Raw? A big 12-person brawl to uh, close out Raw because I think you're going to get four members of the Judgment... The, no, sorry, the four male members of the Judgment Day brawling with the four people in War Games on the Babyface Supergroup. Zoe Stark brawling with uh, Rhea Ripley. Oh, okay, they're yeah. fighting for the title. They're still fighting for the title, of course. Uh, and Drew McIntyre and, I don't know, someone else. Dynamitean. Mm, yeah, that's quite nice. The Rhea and uh, Zoe thing is quite good. Here's a question. Is Shinsuke Nakamura still calling someone out? Yeah, he's in action tonight. And Randy Orton's return... 
doesn't really drive like that. He's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that mean what you want it to mean? What do I want Basically, it Basically, you come and put CM Punk at the bullet point for this preview. I mean, Wilbon's been putting him in the Survivor Series for a month and a half. I'm, yeah, he's showing up at Survivor Series I'm so 100%. On, but if... Orton fits in the main event, then what's all this Nakamura stuff been yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I've had to tell myself that it's not happening. Aww. Like I've had to tell myself it's not happening because I don't want to be disappointed with what will be an excellent card anyway. I don't want to be left excellent. going. I don't want to be left going into this tremendous <laughs> evening and then we think tremendous. Oh, I just wanted some. Why don't you go the full hog and say stupendous? <laughs> is, is this oh, the most, what could, word? Be, could be the most stupendous Survivor Series of all time, Sitch. But I just don't want to uh, be a little bit disappointed if Punk is now. I don't think he is. I think he is. 100%. I don't think he is, but no. uh, I kind of want to torment you a little bit. I just want to put that little doubt in your head. I'm feeling all right with it. Like, oh, yeah, you made peace. I made peace. <laughs> There's that little Drake Maverick making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> how, would, uh, how would little Drake Maverick uh, react if CM Punk didn't show up at Survivor Series? Made me think that he was going to do it. New favourite character. <laughs> He's got a job still, hasn't he? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't he? Uh, I don't care anyway. Uh, Worked his first time for it, you know. That's what it comes to. It was really, it was really clever. It was smart work, smart cynical work. <laughs> uh, also tonight, after the let's be honest, botched finish, but get well soon, Ricochet, uh, to last week's four-way. Yeah. It is the number one contender for Gunther's IC title. Is that match happening at Survivor Series? I believe so. Yeah. Ah. Uh, the Miz taking on our favourite Ivar. Why are they doing this? If not to make a I think they threat, were, it's just going to annoy me. I think they. Were all, I reckon it was always planned. I think the whole point was it was going to be a double pin, mm. and they were like, right, we'll settle this in one. You remember when they were like, "There's got to be a winner," and then like, because it Cole and Champa just both. Like, we'll tune in next week. Don't watch <laughs> AEW. So this is not going to be. Oh, hang on. If he's beat the number one contender, we should share the contendership and do a triple threat. Need chance. This is like. That kind of booking where they say, oh, the baby face, if he can beat this monster. Yes. Yeah. That means he can beat that monster. Yeah. So he's going to beat Ivar, and it's like, well, Cowl, he's only <laughs> beating one man in Ivar, so that possibly means he can beat Goofar as well. That's what they're doing this match for, and it's uh, Ivar deserves more than this, I think. Yeah, I think in I think Wilborn's right. I think in the initial situation, this would be them telling you that Miz has won two matches to earn the shot of Gunther. It's not just one fatal four-way like, lucky night where he's done his two springboard moves, so he must be goaded mm. now. He's actually beaten Ivar. <laughs> <laughs> he could do a Brian, Brian Pillman Jr.-esque crossbody. Yeah. Oh, he's cooking. <laughs> they, get, they were supposed to give him two and matches. eight. Because two's double one, mm. right? But now, yeah, there's no... There's less stakes attached to this. Plus, we always talk about the uh, rule of three on the collision review. Huh? So he's got the win in their four-way. He's got the win one-on-one with with Ivar. And he's got a hot wife. So that's three, ladies that's and gentlemen. That's three things, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, special power of hot wife. I, as regular listeners will know, myself and Cedric have had a shoot fight oh, over the respective quality over this match. Oh, for God's sake. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have it in me on this Ivar one. You're joking. Not another one? It'll be rubbish. I like this. will be rubbish. I don't want to watch this. I want to watch Miz versus Gunther. I don't want to watch Miz versus anybody else. Like, you have to understand that. That's where the, like, him versus him. What? Like, that's what I'm into. I've got, I don't believe Miz should be beating Ivar at all. This, this is different. Like, I'd, I'd it just feels like the Miz. I understand why they're doing it. There's a generation of morons on Twitter <laughs> who think that the Miz is good. Yeah, 
There are people who should have been born earlier, but, you know, unfortunately for them, they were not, no. who believe that The Miz is good. And their thinking The Miz is good completely puts our generation in the right. We are allowed to yell at that cloud because we know The Miz to be, in terms of his uh, foreign morals. Huh? Yeah. Poor, piss poor foreign morals. <laughs> piss poor foreign morals. Well, that's what's Gunther's fundamental. Oh, like, great foreign morals. I could do some things with you. He's a little reckless boy. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So, I Kenny Omega versus Gunther. It'd be unbelievable. Oh, God, I don't know. Kenny signed the fucking contract, didn't he? Cost us all. Kenny versus Ivar? Kenny versus Ivar? Dream matches I'll, I'll I'll Book Ivar against everyone. I love him at the moment. Uh, that's the thing, but it kind of lose this. That's it, what I'm getting to. It's like, I understand why they're doing the Miz versus Gunther. You've got, it's like the Lionel Hutz match graphic. You've got. <laughs> The greatest Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> Your face. Versus the greatest Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> so you've got the people, the actual, sh- probably shoot, cont- like, let's take away the rose-tinted glasses. Ooh. And, uh, and <laughs> I've taken my glasses off and I look like Millhouse. That's so I go two in s- two days, because I sent you a photo of me with no glasses on the other day. Like it. I'm Millhouse without the glasses. Do the rest of the podcast. No glasses. No, I don't want to do it. I hate myself. Where have you gone? My eyes have sunken in. Oh, perfectly lovely faces, by the way. It's just not what I'm used I've to. Got that's such all, right? a boring face. <laughs> it's like it's like you put a. Oh, what's that? Wait a second. There's a fairground right <laughs> on that face. <laughs> so you've got the greatest versus the actual shoot greatest. You take away those rose tinted glasses. How many great and IC title defenses does Mister Perfect have really? Mm. Right. Maybe he's done his best work outside of that title. Mm. Bret Hart, he looked great with it, mm-hmm. and he's had what? Piper, Piper Bulldog, Piper uh, Bulldog, probably the best. Bret's the best. Yeah, Gunther's had Sheamus. He's had Sheamus and Drew. He's had a litany of television matches that were fantastic. Um, so Gunther's the shoot best, but a lot of people on Twitter, people who inexplicably became fans of WWE despite being born in 1995 or whatever, think Miz is the best. I understand why they're doing this match, but no one was asking for it. The mm. Miz has completely declined as a star and a character and anyone of profile or significance, credibility, everything, under Triple H. He's just been this clown. Um, the idea that they're doing The Miz on past performance and his... So called, he's just like he's just told you enough times that he brought prestige back to the title yeah. that even Triple H has believed it, or he thinks that enough people believe it to do mm. this match and for it to make sense. It's if one there's one thing about Triple H's WWE is that it's closer to a meritocracy than it was with um, uh, Vince McMahon, like the grapple lads on their recent podcast where they reviewed Crown Jewel came up with an absolutely incredible point that if LA Knight had come up in the era of just full Vince, pre-getting exposed, full-on pre-Vince, you would have got Zack Ryder out the arse. Mm. Zack Ryder versus Triple H is what would have happened. Uh, Zack Ryder versus Roman Reigns is what would have happened if Triple H had a Zack Ryder when he was on the come-up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just go with him. It's got value. Let's just have him lose to Roman and increase Roman's record and mm. aura and all the rest of it. Um, it just feels like because we're closer to a meritocracy, at least in that example, shout out to the grapple lads for that. Mm. The idea of Ivar just being 
Oh, he's a similar size, I guess, to Gunther. If we can have the Miz beat him, the audience will think he'll beat Gunther. I just think Ivar's really, really ended some stellar performances this year and deserves a bit more than this rubbish. Mm. It's like back under Viking rules in a couple of weeks, I'd say. Yeah. Unless they have been trying to hide this all. I don't think they're making it a triple threat. I think Miz Gunther is the match. I that. agree. Being weird and the contrast between these I'll two do is, this. is what makes it. But if Ivar goes in... It's quite nice that they've been on that. almost like scaring people with the Miz one and being like, "Don't actually worry, it's him that's going to make it great." Because there the was two ringed boat. <laughs> make it Viking rules. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, what's Viking the Miz going to do with two rings? He can barely do cool stuff in one. <laughs> like Ivar and Gunther, like uh, suplexing each other over ropes and stuff. Like, oh my god! Why can't anyone realize you've got two rings? Like, why hasn't Phoenix done a Blood and Guts undercard yet? <laughs> yeah. Can't Ivar do like a dive over both sets of ropes? Mm. What's potentially going on the Survivor Series undercards? So we've got Rhea and Zoe for the women's belt. Uh, this Intercontinental title match and possibly Nakamura, Orton, maybe. maybe uh, Nakamura not. versus CM Punk. No, Nakamura versus, versus the Punk, yeah. yeah. He's probably going to uh, place Nakamura in the middle of one ring and hit his beautiful flying elbow from the far corner of the other ring. <laughs> I think you imagine just nails a like full ring length buckshot. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just keeps running over the I'm next field. Conflicted about this match in terms of if buckshot stumble. <sighs> no. <laughs> so CM Punk at Survivor Series could do a buckshot, stumbles and falls flat on his ass. I, I can't believe this. Michael Hayes has said, "You're joking." Not another no, one. No, on the punk rack and do it. <sighs> Blown out of his arse. Another book shot. And he'll just do a love tap <laughs> to Shinsuke Nakamura. The Miz's one offensive move is going to be, he did the springboard on Raw last week, it's going to be double springboard. He's going to go ropes to ropes, <laughs> bouncing on a Gunther Billionaire. Where the hell did that come from, Mike? There's his move. El Hijo del Miz, is it? I can't decide whether yet... Your booking of like Gunther just destroys Miz means the Miz can't win. Like he can't. That's what I don't. Yeah, this is the wrong time for this for Ivar as well. He can't school crush finale Ivar no. and pin him one two three. Uh, I like Ivar being added in because it's far more interesting as a triple threat, especially because Gunther then has to you know guard against Ivar murdering Miz again and pinning him and stealing the title away without Gunther being involved in the pinfall. Uh, I think that I think what they're going to do here is Ivar's going to go for that awesome moonsault of his. Miz is going to move, roll him up and get the one, two, three. And that's the way they're going to try and eke out a huh, pinfall in the Survivor Series match because Gunther's going to go for a big splash and miss it. And it'll be like, wait, a big guy's coming off the top of Miz and we've got Miz. You can pin him now. Not a bad idea, that. Yeah. Got me butter, baby. Miz gets roll. advantage. He was in his catchphrase and he talked over him. Sorry. Uh, butter, butter. I roll. Apologies. Thoughts and prayers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses, they can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, we're talking Shinsuke Nakamura. Before he faces CM Punk at Survivor Series. <laughs> it's just a thing now. Uh, he's got to get past Otis tonight. He's running through Alpha Academy. Obviously, he beat Tazawa last week. Uh, and the thing is about this, right, is that Nakamura is going through Alpha Academy, right? Mm. And the idea is that WWE like really subtly telling this sort of story where Shinsuke Nakamura is like refusing to listen to like a, 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 an educational institution. And that means he doesn't take advice from people learned in higher places. <laughs> who likes to think himself as a learned guy who can impart valuable advice? It's CM Punk, the new leader of Alpha Academy, the senior veteran. Like I can't wait for him to come back and interact with these people. Like... All my Christmas birthdays at once. Imagine Punk bumping into Alpha Academy. Imagine Punk going to NXT for one oh, week. I'm just about to say, imagine one, going to Chase U. One frigging weekend. Oh, NXT. oh my God, you see all the stuff with Chase U over the weekend. See, Shawn mm. Michaels has called uh, Andre oh. Chase to his office. Into his office. Like, why isn't it Tuesday yet? That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Next Tuesday, that is, for our live show. Where's Egg Tap? You can't get tickets. Sold out. Sold out a long time ago. You can't come. <laughs> Carmen Lamb. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Nakamura beats Otis tonight. Yeah, Gable next week. That's the actual good match in all of this, isn't Gable, it? Gable, who's going to NXT tomorrow night, you mean? Who's he fighting tomorrow night? They're on uh, uh, Supernova Sessions. <laughs> Tremendous. Maybe Noam Dar interferes again. Maybe Noam Dar fights CM Punk. <laughs> there, are, there are no wrong answers. <laughs> uh, we what, is Shans- what is Nakamura doing then? I don't care. That's the thing. Like, If Punk does come back, it's for Punk. It's not for Nakamura. It might, you know... I could have a frigging tackling dummy and it wouldn't make a difference. Like, I'd, like I'm not really into this Nakamura thing, truthfully. Like, I like, was burned a bit by the Seth Rollins thing not being anywhere near as good as it probably should have been for the opportunity that was afforded Nakamura. So I'm off, like, I'm off him again until proven otherwise. Aww. So, like, that match that people raved over wasn't anywhere near as good as the raves as well. Uh, like, four stars? Like, four was average, and a half uh, people went. I liked it. Ever had WWE on like the ring skirts? Of yeah. course he did. Extra half stuff. And you were on paternity for the first match that was turgid. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, so it's my first time seeing. I was it. so. It was so. But what a disappointment that was. 
We're in the first preview. time ever match, guys. We're in the That's previews, me. and like he's just like fair play. Like I didn't realize Nakamura still had his left in him. Like he's obviously just going to give it one. Like Big Beans won last match. He didn't. No. <laughs> he just like just turned up as Nakamura. But yeah. Payback at six, surfing at eight. <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Ludwig Kaiser versus Tommaso Ciampa off the back of the interference <laughs> in the big Green Brothers match next week. Maybe that's setting up another undercard match for Survivor Series. DIY versus Imperium, two rings. Maybe they would make use of it. Like, really great in theory, but this has just been the opposite of promotion with DIY. This has not been how you like bring a team back that you've been told and told and told of the legacy of this great team. The NXT fans amongst the WWE base will remember them and be telling their friends in the buildings, oh, these are great in NXT, and then you're seeing zero evidence of that. Like, the matches aren't bad, obviously, but they're not winning. They haven't started hot or anything like that. I don't, unless this is a heel turn, and they're coming in, and straight away they're losing as babyface and realise the one ingredient we miss is that we just, just start being cheating bastards. Like, it's not like the people are going wild for us anyway, and Johnny Gargano gets to be, like, they're quite good. Arsenal, he can play sometimes, and Champa helps him find the main streak. I don't know, but this DIY thing has not worked, so I just can't be... The match will be great on the night, but sick of saying that, like, I can't be sold on getting excited for it until we get there. What? Who do you think wins? Out of... <laughs> Kaiser and Champa. I don't care. I think this Kaiser is... Kaiser on form, it's, it's going to be the... No, I think this is the reason why they're doing this, because of what the main event's going to be, the big multi-man sh- shenanigan thing. Mm. So in this one, Kaiser Champa, fun match. They're great, both of them, obviously. And then Giovanovici is going to try and help, try and interfere. Gargano's going to cut him off, and then that's going to plant the old seed in the head of like, well, if you can get rid of interference, maybe the good guys can prevail because Champa's going to beat Kaiser. I anticipate yet another philosophical question that I have to wade through tomorrow. Is it a good match if it has things in common with good matches? Where, you know, the strikes are good. Who doesn't have a good strike other than the Miz these days? Are the striking's good or, you know, they worked quite they were quite fast. The timing was absolutely on point. And it's very much in the vein of what a good match looks like when crowds care. How good is that anymore? Mm. It's too they, much, there's too much wrestling in wrestling. too much good wrestling. Like, I expect this to be, I know, it was really good, but the crowd didn't care. Was it good then? Yeah, no, it was no, just every it failed, match you've seen for the past five years, like literally almost every single one of them for the past five Learn years. Learn from what Dragon Lee and Cedric Alexander did on SmackDown. Just bring them in with a chaos spot. <laughs> like, just absolutely, like, scare the living bejesus out of the entire Jesus. audience. Yeah. Oh, that flip into the. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was silent before then. And then they got, like, basically, they bought themselves a hot ending as a result. Usually I drop the pen when I disapprove, but I actually approved of that yeah. uh, spot. Um, there's also a match following on from the Battle Royal uh, last week where uh, Piper Niven had been el- was eliminated. Combo of people, but Tegan Knox was kind of the main one getting involved with that. It's Tegan Knox versus Piper Niven tonight, and I believe if Tegan wins, her and her new best friend Natalia may get a title shot down the line. <sighs> then you kind of have to have a win, don't you? Like, I'm not that sold on whatever's going on with Natalia and the women's locker room. I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to think that Natalia's an insincere heel or an earnest coach baby face. Are you sold on it, Willborn? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! 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 Natalia for Willborn. Matt Hardy for me. Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> and probably others. <laughs> well, that's, that's your evergreen. 
Char- yeah. Your, no. That's your evergreen shrug. What's your in-season shrug? Jack Perry. Even though I'd believe him, nah. as, I'd believe him as the devil. Like I could take him right now, coming back as Damn. the devil. Uh, it's, more of a, it's more of a hatred and a resentment. Yeah, it's not Took like everything away from me. Cry me a river. I think cry me a river. It's real glass. Real glass. It's real glass. Cry me a river. I'm Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Perry, and you're not. Uh, I don't know. You're not really not like <laughs> John Moxley right now. John Moxley. Big shrug for John Moxley. Glad he's healthy again, obviously. Don't want those two things getting inflated. I just don't want to no. watch him wrestle for about six months. Tegan wins. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> uh, finally, I'll start you. You're joking. Not another talking point. One more. I'll, I'll, I'll come to you first on this one. Uh, I never thought I'd see the day where you were complaining about advertised matches. <laughs> Sidge, Sidge, on tonight's Raw, will Zylee's cavalcade of concussions continue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who could she? She's taking on Indy Hartwell tonight. Obviously, she's taking on Candice LeRae. Uh, and then Becky Lynch was, was last week. Um, the kick to the head after three entirely heatless minutes. Yeah, Hart high prediction. Hartwell's not picking up the win, is she? <laughs> I would really turn things on the head. I got my alliteration in. It was really good. Happy with that. Is that from www.com? No, that was. Uh, I thought that was you. D- you could write for them. That's not Thanks. a compliment. <laughs> That's not a compliment. Oh my god! Do you know what it means tomorrow? Talk more about Von Wagner. Every every second that passes gets me close to NXT. Just can't bloody wait. Anyway, uh, what's about? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's getting knocked out. Three minutes is generous as well. Do you think they're going to do give, all you need give me kick this time? Like throw up the X, or is that cheapening it a bit? Um, and I, I'm not a huge fan of that, obviously. No, it's like you should just be having somebody that's really, really hard with a devastating finisher. You don't need the injury thing. It's wrestling. I don't want to make light of this, obviously. It's not horrible to, you know, don't, I don't want any of that sort of thing. But what if she kicks her so hard she forgets who Dexter Loomis is and they have to do like a 51st date scenario with uh, Dexter Loomis <laughs> and Indy Hartwell? I'm just trying to make the best of a straightforward match. Thoughts? It's all like out of order, and Johnny Gargano's like, I got these, and just pulls out 400 Johnny's. He's like, I don't even know the guy. Um, I, I love that. Yes! I love that. But, like, I also love the idea that Triple H would do it despite no one on the main roster audience realistically knowing that that ever happened. Mm. And I'm just plowing ahead, much like Dexter Loomis on his honeymoon, <laughs> <laughs> and just doing it regardless. Can't remember how big Dexter's cock is. It's f- Massive love. I think they said the shoot length is 9.5 inches. She's completely forgotten of the era of Miz paying him to remain relevant. Yes. I remember that. I remember that. The big payoff. God, people said that Triple H era was good. No. It wasn't great. Well, it was good, not great. <laughs> this year's been great. 2022 was merely good. 2023 for WWE fans. It must be absolutely bloody walking on air. Yeah, it's like, it's so unbelievable. Everything's in line. I was saying this to you the other day, everything is line. Like, my personal life is better when, like, things like the Fed are cooking. Like, Sunderland as a football team are right where I want them. Music I'm pretty happy with. Like, all the things I love are all great at the same time. And, like, some AEW stuff's really terrible, and I feel vindicated for having, like, one good take in 2019 while NXT was getting pulverized. It's like, Yes! 
My type is Shane. Jared, yeah. Jared, oh, Jared, Jared still, Arms Hamflet. Jared's still everywhere. Going to try and get himself an EWG1 problem. <laughs> Call it the J1. Win it. Win it. Win the belt. <laughs> he could be in it, you know. He's a good loser for that tournament. No, he isn't. Well, he could, <sighs> there are worse Torianos. Yeah, than Jeff Jared. Andy Murray pitched Danny Garcia, and I think that's a good take for that. Because there's a guy that could have a six-match losing streak or whatever the deal is. And yeah. Must have heard our uh, collision review, because I said it on there as well. So yeah. Who came with it first? Andy, because uh, it was about an hour ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's say thoughts ahead of Monday Night Raw on X, uh, at What Culture WWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... <laughs> M. Sidgwick, what are you laughing at? Follow me at... I just thought of a turtle on a skateboard. Uh, <laughs> follow, follow me... <laughs> Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Still time to send us your five star review review, something short, crap, and wrestling related for us to review instead of a god awful match or segment on Raw. It won't be used tomorrow because uh, I've already got the one saved from last week for a birthday boy himself. Ah, I reckon it's AI. Well, send it anyway. Yeah, send it anyway. Need the, uh, need the reviews and that. It's all need the backlog. Yeah. Um, it could be the backlog. <laughs> Send it on Apple Podcasts or leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Screenshot it. We need the proof. And email it to me, adam.wilborn at whatculture.com. But that, hey, that's tomorrow, guys. Uh, for now, this has been the uh, Raw Preview. Uh, thanks to Apple and Cedric. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.